What a time to be alive. What a time to be Holy alive. Holy shit. It's a great time of year for sports. There's a lot of fucked up shit going on in the States down south. Uh, presidential debate tonight. It's going to be wild. I'm looking forward to tuning in. Let's stick to sports for the purpose of this podcast, though, because uh, there's a lot to be said down south right now. <laughs> COVID shit is happening in the NFL. Fuck. Who knows what's going to happen. Just announced today, I think, right? Just today, yeah. So it was from the Titans the and Titans. the Vikings. I think the, the Titan- Titans had five people test positive, I think. Yep. I don't know. Like, I've heard so many of these tests, like, come back fake positive or, like, false positive. So I don't know how many times they're testing people. Um, Fuck, false positive is so scary, eh? Yeah. I had a client, actually, who uh, someone he knew tested positive. So, like, and they had seen each other in the last few days. So then they had to get tested. And they, even though they were negative, Fraser Health made him quarantine for 14 days. Jesus, eh? I guess, I don't know. So, I, like, I don't know if Vic, the Vikings have any have tested positive, but it's just that they played, right? They came in contact, and that's the thing. Oh. That's what they're worried really? about. Yeah. I don't think, and so no one, no positive test for the Vikings yet. How long does it take to test positive? <sighs> they could be in your system for five days, right, before you... Before you act, test positive? Yeah, yeah. Man, they got to come up with a better test than that. 100%. And something that doesn't go into your come brain. Up with? In nine months? I know, tickling your brain. Man. And I heard a couple other teams had some scares, but I don't know how serious it is. But like, this is to be expected, right? Like, eventually yeah, every sport is going to happen. It. Yep. Baseball has had, had its problems with it earlier this NBA year. NBA canceled a few games, right? Mm-hmm. It's just football such a different sport that you can't replay a game. And the problem is with football, you can't have a bubble. It's just too big. There's too many players. There's too many teams. But like with basketball or with baseball, like with baseball, you can just play a doubleheader later exactly. in the season. Yeah. Football, you can't play two games in a week. People would die. Yeah. No, that's impossible. Think about how many injuries already happen on a weekly basis. I don't think a team would survive doubling that. Could you imagine just having one day off in between? No, no, that's no. They, there's no way it would happen. Like, I think the only solution would just be like everyone only plays 15 games instead. Yeah. Get a, just give everyone an extra bye. Yeah. That's the only thing. Or they plan their bye week. Maybe they don't get a bye. But how do you line up the two bye weeks? Whoever, you have to whoever, move the schedule around. Whoever has to figure out the schedule, I feel sorry for. <laughs> That's going to be tough. Yeah. <clears throat> we should point out why uh, Lucas didn't show up today. Yes. So as you guys know, we have a points competition every week. Denny said 38-24 last week. Carl said 41-35. Mm-hmm, correct. And Lucas said... 31-24. So Denny and Carl were both minus seven points, and Lucas was like minus 37. I think, yeah. Yeah. So Lucas owes us beer for tonight and conveniently did not show up. <laughs> what a guy. <laughs> so he has his beer next week. And we're going to have to get him to mail in his... Uh, pick for next week because uh he's probably gonna have to owe us beer twice do one more thing myers still perfect yeah lucas he probably you know what i wonder if he's just not gonna show up anymore until, until he misses, misses the field goal. <laughs> and then he's gonna come and just trash him what is he 15 for 15 i think 15 for 15 that's not a bad stat lucas that's not bad at all he has only kicked one field goal. In the yeah, yeah. <laughs> no field goal attempts the really seahawks have this really frustrating thing for a kicker where Anytime they're on the other side of the field in opponent's territory, they score touchdowns, mm-hmm. which is kind of a fun thing as a fan. But mm-hmm. as a kicker, your opportunity isn't as great, I guess. But at the same time, you're like you're not in a position to screw up. Exactly. <laughs> Just take care of the extra points, man, yeah. and you're good. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, what's his name? Butker last week. Bucker had to kick four 58-yard field goals in a game. <laughs> and he hit them all, right? Yeah, only two counted, but he did hit all four out of four. He stepped up, man. Kickers are huge. There's a Kickers. lot of shit that happened this week. A lot of shit. Let's... Um, we're going to get to the announcers, the broadcasters, because, man, every... 
I know I sound like broken record every week I talk about this, but every week it's equally as bad. Can someone give us Tony Roma for a game? We were even classified as America's Game of the Week this week because apparently Dallas gets that title every mm-hmm. fucking week. And we get Troy Aikman and some guy who's never played football before. Dude, he, Troy Aikman's a quarterback. I don't understand why he doesn't go into depth or break plays down more, right? They just keep He's it so, so surface. surface. Yeah. And it's so... It's like politically correct for him. Just... Yeah, he just wants to be safe and just have that job forever. He's not taking, you know, he's not going out of his way to say something, you know, he's just playing it really safe. Man, it's frustrating listening to those guys. I can't, like, I'm trying to think of specific examples and because we're doing this a couple days after. Nothing really is coming to mind immediately, but I'm sure I'll think of something. But he's just like, Romo is so good because he predicts things Mm -hmm. and when things happen, he's not afraid to call someone out. He doesn't, he has that I don't give a fuck attitude a little bit. Yeah. And it's so refreshing. It's so good. It's so good to listen to. We'll come back to them. Let's talk about, um, so let's say, in my opinion, Russell Wilson had his worst game of the year and he threw, <laughs> it's so funny, man. Like again, Aikman was on his ass the entire game mm-hmm. and I would appreciate if someone with Aikman's position who can alter people's opinions on national TV when millions of people are watching, I would appreciate if he puts things into context a little more. Yeah. So like the whole game he was saying, oh, you know, Russell Wilson's off today. You know, he's not having a great game. Look at his stat line, bro. Yeah. Like 27 of 40, 315 yards, five touchdowns. Why isn't he having a good game? 130 passer rating. Sounds pretty decent. So I would agree that he, he did not have his best game of the year. And I think he's going to play much better than this moving forward. But put it into context for people. Be like, explain. Say, you know, this is one of the absolute best players of his generation. Mm-hmm. He's having an off game, and he still looks like a superstar. Don't just don't leave it at oh, Russell Wilson's having an off game. Like, why not bring it back to the beginning of the game and say, in the first quarter they had five drops, mm-hmm. Carl. Yeah. And four of those five passes were right in receiver's hands. Oh, you know what else happened in the first quarter? DK Metcalf DK. fumbled the ball on the one-yard line. So it would have been like, whatever, 14 to three or something at that point. And I think, like, as a quarterback, when you see your receivers drop the ball five times in the first, let's say first, like, quarter and a half, I don't know exactly the time frame. Like... It has to be a little bit frustrating. It has to hurt you slightly mentally, right? It's so disheartening. Like, it's, you don't even want to throw it anymore. Right? And then to add on top of it a 68-yard touchdown pass that was caught and DK fumbles the ball on the one. Like, DK, please. Add that, right? So yep. that's six passes mm-hmm. that should have been completions. One should have easily been a touchdown. That, like, Aikman is just, again, service level and just saying, oh, Russell Wilson's off today. Like, why not, why not provide a little bit of insider information and be like, hey, you know, well, how, how long do you play in the NFL? 14 oh, years? Whatever, yeah. You're just one of those guys. Why not bring know. it back and be like, talk about the mental aspect mm-hmm. of being a quarterback and being like, you know, you kind of got to get through these drops mentally. It takes a while to, early in your career, it affects you quite a bit. You know, you're trying to earn, you're trying to make a big contract next year and like every single pass matters, right? right? Like if your receiver drops the ball in the fourth quarter, you lose a game, it looks bad on you, looks bad on your team. Maybe your contract next year is 12 million instead of 8 million, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. But like provide some insight, man. I don't know. I get so, I get so frustrated with those guys. But you can explain like just, yeah, insight. Explain. Why, is he is he underthrowing the receivers? What is he doing to make him play bad, right? Yeah. Just go into specifics so like the layman can understand. That's my problem. I assume that guy has a fuck ton of football knowledge in his head mm-hmm. and every week is extremely dis- disappointing. Yeah, I agree. So I agree. like I agree with with the content of what he's saying. It's just how it's being presented and how little backup info data or experience like Romo's so good because he uses his past experience Mm -hmm. whereas like Aikman is just like Russ is having a bad game today (laughs) that's it that's it come on man talk about like a bad game you had 
and like what you said to your teammates at halftime to get through it or to mm -hmm. like play better in the second half or, you know, whatever. Or what he needs to change, what adjustments that he can make, anything. Man. Whoever he works for, NBC, <laughs> Fox, that? I'm not sure. Give me one shot. Give me one shot, guys. Give me a half. I played high school football, and I feel like I have so much more to say than that guy every Sunday. Tenny, you, your mic would be turned off six words in. <laughs> and you have to change your <laughs> rules of your network that fuck is an yeah. allowable word. <laughs> okay, so I agree that Russ did not have his best game of the year. I think um, not even early in the game, but it seemed like after those five drops, and I don't know what it does to him mentally. I don't even know if he's aware that mm -hmm. it does something, but it has to do something to him. So he's making good reads. He's hitting guys that are open and guys are dropping the ball. It has to do something to you mentally. But between like, let's say halfway through the first quarter into like the second half, he was mediocre. Mm -hmm. Like yep. in terms of hitting guys in the hands. There were guys that were open, and he didn't make exceptional throws. He threw it where they could catch the ball, yeah. but they were like diving to catch the Adjusting. ball, or you know, it was like half a yard behind them, and they're reaching behind. You know, there was a bunch of things, mm -hmm. but shows how good this guy is, man. Still, off game doesn't turn the ball over. Mm -hmm. Off game has five touchdowns, should have been six. Off game has three hundred yards. Yeah, it's pretty good. Oh, and he set a record for the most touchdowns in the first three games at 14. 14 touchdowns. Uh, how many games do we have left, Carl? We have... So right now he's averaging 14 divided by three. He's averaging 4.666 touchdowns per game and what? times 16. So he's on pace for 75 touchdowns this year. He's almost at 80% completion too. And what is the NFL record for touchdowns? 51? Something Ooh, like that? That's a good question. Quarterback? I think it's something... I think it's just over 50. I think it's Peyton Manning. Is it for one year, right? Most touchdowns thrown in a regular season. Everyone's saying the fucking all-time. Yeah, would you say 51? I think it's, it's something around there. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. Peyton Manning? Peyton Manning. I think that's when he had Marvin Harrison on his team, and it was like, like also in that year is the most touchdowns between quarterback and receiver in a year. Too, that's I think. crazy. I think Marvin Harrison had like 30. I, I'm making that number up. Maybe that's really high. Maybe 25. Something crazy. Anyway, let's talk about DK. I like, um, like part of the cool one of the cool sides of sport and maybe like every sport has differences, but maybe even more so in the NFL and football is like the psychology of behind sport, like mm -hmm. the ups and downs throughout a game. Right. So like how low, how shit is DK Metcalf feeling after that ball gets punched out for a touchback in the first quarter when it should have been a 68 or 69 yard touchdown. Uh, so shit. He feels awful. It's just, it's just a little lapse, you know? Mm -hmm. It's a free touchdown and it's just a little lapse. The one thing I didn't notice is how were guys reacting to him on the bench? Mm -hmm. Did you notice that? So they didn't show much and that's the really cool thing that I like seeing. Mm -hmm. And one thing I said as it happened is like, sure, Russ is going to be annoyed, especially with the drops in the first quarter. He's going to be annoyed that that happened. But I bet it's, it could like... It's hard to tell the future, but I, I bet this is like a really good thing for DK Metcalf in the next like few years. I bet this is something he like will use as as an athlete, as a business person, like in your career, in your personal life. You, I feel like the people that succeed, that excel, that are are really really good at whatever they're doing, mm -hmm. are the ones that hold on to the little um, adversities, the little like fuck ups, whatever it is, and use those to like to never yeah. make that mistake again kind of thing. Because the opposite of that is people that just keep making the same mistakes and then just end up in the same spot. Never progress. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And I think um, like I saw some things on social media um, in the last couple of days just commenting on 
what happened and what people said to him. Mm -hmm. And I think Pete Carroll got asked about it and he's like, I didn't need to say anything to DK. He's never going to make that mistake again. That's huge. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. That was the thing I was, I was asking, right? Are yeah. guys getting in his face, kind of complaining or walking away from him? Yeah. Or they, you know, give him high fives and just yeah. worry about the next play. And yeah. then Russ had, Russ had something that was quoted to on social media and it said, um, I, I went up to him. I said, uh, he said something like, it's all good, man. I'm coming back to you, but don't ever do that again. I like that. Yeah. I got to say one thing. We were talking about Peyton Manning. It was 55 touchdowns and it was in 2013. So he was already 55. in Denver. He was in Denver already. So he must have broke his own record because for he, some reason I thought he was 51. It was before. his own record. Okay. He had 55. 55. Wow. He had seven against Baltimore, which is the record. Just a fun fun fact uh, based on 2013. <laughs> yeah. uh, that was the year that the Seahawks beat the Broncos in the Super Bowl. Was it? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> But like, I agree because I thought DK was really good after that. Yeah, like he one little mental mistake, and I'm not really sure what he must have just thought he was. He like blew past the defender, and, and he, the defender was like a two yards behind him, kind of thing. I think he kind of looked back and just didn't see him. He was over his other, other, other shoulder. Other shoulder. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Yeah, you know who else is surprising me? Lockett. Lockett's figuring it out. And he's getting open. Do you think that's more play calling, or do you think it's more opportunities? By the defense. Because a lot of times he's wide so open. This is Lockett though. The, like I'm not surprised. Lockett is a guy that gets eight to ten receptions a game. And a lot of them are for like eight yards. Because he's a slot receiver, right? So he's just shorts. he's he's very quick. He's a good route runner mm -hmm. and like and has great hands. So on those little like slant patterns or quick ins or outs or whatever, he's awesome on like third and four. Yes. Because he has great hands and he makes catches and he he gets separation. Mm -hmm. So he's an easy target for Wilson. I I think it's more him than what defenses are giving him. Um, he had nine receptions. That's, that's a, a normal day for like Tyler Lockett. Like there was a few games last year where he had like 12, 14 receptions. Damn. I know. And I think it has something to do like... If it's Lockett by himself on our team and we don't have a DK Metcalf, we don't have Greg Olson, um, we don't have like Chris Carson as a huge threat out of the backfield on pass plays, I think defenses play Tyler Lockett differently. Yeah, yeah. But they can't double coverage him because... You have a long threat. DK. Well, he... He's so versatile too. Yeah, yeah. He scored the first touchdown that was over the top. Mm -hmm. It was like whatever, 40-something yards or something. Um, he had three touchdowns in the first quarter. That's crazy. His first, I think they said first um, receiver to do that since uh, Galloway. Wow. In like the 80s or something. Jeez. Hopefully he can keep it up. Stay, stay healthy, knock on wood. Greg Olson also, six targets, five receptions. Consistent. He had a better game than the last game. Yeah. Didn't no, play good last game. No silly interception. So offense, like I don't think there's anything to complain about. Other so I'm hesitant to say this, but it's my honest opinion. So I'm gonna say it anyway, Carl. The Russell Wilson had a quote this after or uh, in social media after the game. He said, "Shoddy, Schottenheimer, the offensive coordinator, shot Shoddy's on fire this year." Sweet. And I, and I think, I think a few things about this. I think Russell Wilson is one excited that he's actually allowed to play football this year. It's it must be an exciting feeling for a player. Two. I think he has to say that. But my honest opinion is there's still a lot of plays that don't make sense. So first and 10, why are we running toss plays? I haven't seen one toss play this season, and we've run maybe six or eight of them. Mm -hmm. Go for positive yardage. That's not the strength of our team. Right? Chris Carson... Or whoever, I think they ran a couple to Hollister. That's not no Homer, sorry, to Homer. 
why are we running toss? Like toss plays to make no sense to me. We are not a, 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 a like a outside running football mm-hmm. team. Yeah. We run the ball down the middle and we have the best player in the NFL to make plays. And I think on first downs, we need to run play action and put the ball in Russell Wilson's hands and on like second and sixes and occasionally on first down, we need to run the football. Last week we had 40 pass attempts and 26 rushes. How do you feel about that breakdown? I think that's the way we win football games. Yeah? Yeah. So let Russ go do his thing and then rely on the running if that slows down or whatever. I think if we win a Super Bowl, we're averaging 35 to 40 passes a game mm-hmm. and 20 to 25 um, rushes a game. Only 20 to 25, eh? So big change from last year. I think that's the way we're going to win football games. I think we have too many weapons and we have the best player in the league and you have to put the football in his hands. If we had a mediocre quarterback... Different story. Then run... Yeah, sure, run the ball all the time. If But like... The offensive line is probably the... One of the biggest surprises so far for me mm-hmm. is that I feel like they are decent. I thought they were going to be bottom five in the league again like last year. And I'd say they're middle of the pack. I don't have any stats on that. I just from watching the games and seeing the improvement on time in mm-hmm. the pocket that oh, Russell sure. Wilson has had from last year. I like it and it's exciting. I would say even this year, week to week, is getting better every week. Yep, I'd agree. The thing that is not getting better week to week is the uh, other side of the ball, <laughs> is the <laughs> defense. And it's not terrible. Like, honestly... Have we had a 100-yard rusher against us in three games? I don't think so. Rushing, no. Definitely not week no. one. Week two, Dak, I think, had 60 yards. Uh, sorry, not Dak. Ezekiel uh, Elliott. Ezekiel uh, Elliott had 34 yards. Yeah. Dak had 26. We gave up 61 yards. We got to be one of the best rushing defense in the league right now. If you look at yep. yards per game. Uh, yeah, I think so too. So it's a bit confusing to be totally honest because... I think our linebacker core is is quite good. Mm-hmm. Bobby Wagner's a stud. Um, Jordan Brooks played his first game and got like twisted his knee early and didn't play much of the game. But um, KJ Wright, I think, played pretty good this week. Mm-hmm. It's a bit confusing knowing how bad our pass rush is, but why are we so good stopping the run? It's the same guys. It's like, it's the same thing that is good pass rushing versus good stopping the run, which is penetration off the line. Right. If those four front four guys can penetrate 50% of the time, which like is, you're going to win the football if game. If they can win their one-on-ones, right? Exactly. No matter what. Yeah. No. But why, why are they so good at stopping the run versus like each game we've given up 400 yards? Quarterbacks are just going off on us. It's just all throwing. Like even this week, Dak had 472 yards, right? First week, Matt, whatever, Smith or whatever. Matt Ryan Ryan had over 400 also, right? And last week was like 380 or something. So why why is that happening? Do you think we're just giving up in like matchups in the secondary, trying to rush or blitz, just helping the line too much? So... Because ideally, Seattle wants to play a coverage three mostly, right? And well, I've, heard, I've heard that they're blitzing so much with their safeties. There's just there's too many one-on-ones with DBs right now. And that's where they're kind of getting killed. They play a lot of zone, which means zone coverage gets eaten alive if you do not have pressure on the quarterback. So they can't sit in it. So we play a lot of zone, mm-hmm. and we don't get pressure on the quarterback, which means a lot of completions. Right. Right? Like... So when you look at Dak this week, he was 37 for 57. So he threw the ball almost 60 times, which is like probably for the rest of the year, no one's going to throw the ball that many times against us. But I think it also comes down to that we are so good offensively right now that we're up in games early most of the time. And it's going to be for the rest of the season. Because teams are just airing it out, trying to keep up with us. They have to. Yeah, Yeah, They have to. So... I like, and you look at, there was a stat that they threw up on the TV this week. Games that the Seahawks 
allow over 400 yards mm -hmm. for the um, opposing quarterback throwing, they're like 11 and 0. <laughs> Weird. Which is hilarious. Weird. Right? Yeah. So, like in games that someone's throwing for 400 yards, obviously you're up early. So people are throwing the ball a lot or throwing the entire game. I don't know. It's a weird, it's a funny stat though. Yeah, that's crazy. I found it. Is that what it is? 10 they're, or 11 or no? There, it says they're undefeated when our opposing quarterback is 400 plus yards. Yeah. And I think this is like in the Pete Carroll era or something like that. Or maybe yes. in the Russell Wilson era. Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll? Okay. Under Carroll, I should say, yeah. <laughs> it's a weird stat. That's a very, very weird stat. Yeah. But I don't, like, I don't think it's going to stop. So... When you look at our DBs, I think I overestimated them coming into the year. I think Jamal Adams is the best safety in the league. I think Quandre Diggs is a decent mm -hmm. second safety. He's not a Pro Bowl caliber guy that I've seen yet this year. And then I think Shaq has a lot of work to, to do. Mm -hmm. And Flowers is a liability. Flowers is a liability and Shaq just needs to be more consistent. Like he had that interception right right before halftime. That was fantastic. But I think he's really aggressive and I think he makes mistakes being aggressive. I agree. Because a few times, like I like a couple times, like the receiver's wide open. Yeah. And it's usually him making a play on something else, right? Just yeah. he's like guessing or he's trying to yes. anticipate things and yeah. they don't happen. Or he like breaks on someone's cut on a receiver's cut, and then he's, like, the receiver's open by six yards. So just consistency for him, eh? He got better as the year went on last year, so I'm kind of hoping that happens again this year. Mm -hmm. And we lost, like, Jamal Adams didn't play the second half. He, you know, it was really cool. Did you watch the game, like, closely? Mm -hmm. It was really cool to see how good of a leader he was. Dude, I don't know if you noticed. He's so much fun. Just, yeah. like, on defense, I'm pretty much just watching him all the time. Yeah. His energy, just his impact on like guys around him too. It just it looks like so much fun to play with Jamal Adams. Yeah. He was he was so good on the sideline. Like he was running up and down the sideline, and Pete Carroll a couple times had to like push him back because <laughs> like I guess only the head coach is supposed to be on the actual line. That's freaking amazing. It was so cool. It's so good too with like no no fans, right? I mean, you got to come up with your energy from somewhere. Yeah, and I think he's the guy for that. He's huge. He got injured, eh? What's the story with him? He, I don't think it's very serious. I think he'll probably be back next week. Um, I, like, if he's on the fence, I wouldn't be surprised if they just sit him just uh, just to get healthy because they play Miami next week. He's not even on a week three injury report. He, he pulled his groin. So he, in the, like, early in the third quarter, he came on a blitz and you could see him, like, kind of stall up, mm -hmm. running after, rushing after the quarterback, and he did pull his groin. And then he didn't play afterwards, so it must have been bad enough to at least sit. But hmm. I think he'll be fine. I think he'll be back. Uh, like, I think he could play next week if we have a big game. If, but if we're playing to. Miami, so I don't think he's, like, I wouldn't be surprised if they just sit him or test him for the first quarter. And if he's feeling any pain, just take him out. Would you say the same thing with Chris Carson? Yeah, so that was a funny one to me. Um like, I feel like I should get a little bit worked up about it, but I'm going to try to be politically correct here. The That kind of shit really annoys me. Like, that guy was obviously trying to hurt him versus I bring it back to, like, last week and the Diggs hit. Like, Diggs is not trying to hurt him. Diggs is trying to cause a incompletion, which mm -hmm. is his job, which is what people pay him millions of dollars a year for. That guy on the defensive line was like strictly trying to hurt Chris Carson and Diggs gets thrown out of a game. Yeah. And that guy is like questionably going to get a fine. Like why isn't New York reviewing that? Pete Carroll had a few things to say. About that? Yeah. Okay, you tell me while I get a beer. Do you want one? Uh, no, I'm okay, thanks. Well, he was just saying that he was just unhappy with the hit because Tristan Hill, he hung on his leg. He just hung on way too long. And he kind of rolled him out of bounds and he just kind of rolled over him. But it, it looked intentional. Oh, it was 100% intentional. Car yeah, so Carol like what happened is, is like it was run down the middle. He 
this hill guy tackled him by his legs mm -hmm. and rolled with his leg while Carson was underneath him. So, like, it was clearly him trying to hurt, trying to hurt Carson. Had nothing to do with the tackle. Yeah. He was clearly on the ground. The guy was on top of him and then rolled over with his leg. Like, did the NFL say anything about that? They're talking about finding him. Yeah. But, like, why is that head-to-head -head thing that is, in my opinion, really, really, really hard to, to avoid in some situations when receivers lean over to make catches? Why is that immediately kicked out of games and this stuff is not? When it's very obvious that they're trying to, like, this is trying to. Bobby Wagner had a pretty aggressive comment about it today. What do you say? He's just like, I'm off for the heat of competition, like, play hard between yeah. the whistles, but, right. like, that shit has, no, like, no business being in the game. The in between the whistles is the big part. But, yeah, like, I mean, Flowers is just trying to make a play. Or Diggs, sorry. Diggs was just trying to make a play, and this guy intentionally looked like he was trying to hurt him. There's a, there's a difference, right? Like, there's a possibility that Carson tears a ligament because of that, and he's out for the year, potentially career-ending, right? Changes the whole dynamic of the team, yeah. And that, like, why isn't New York looking at that? I don't know. I don't know, Danny. Just another issue. I'd like some answers, Carl. With the L. I would really like some answers. I'll, just, I'll go write up some emails after Who do you this. think we should talk to? Oh, man. Generic white guy three? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Moral of the story, we're 3-0. 3 and 0. We, uh, one of four teams, I think they're 3 0. Is it? Who's last? The Chiefs. Chiefs. The Bills. The. What a season Steelers the Bills are And the Seahawks, I believe. It's just four. Man, Josh Allen killed me in fantasy this week. Yeah, that's crazy. It's. I want to get your opinion on them in a second. It's funny to look at power rankings and just see the complete diversity of where teams are ranked. Mm -hmm. Like, they're really just one person's opinion. Yeah. And I don't know, like, it has to be based on something. But, like, everyone has the Chiefs number one right now, which is what it is. They're defending Super Bowl champs. They looked really good last night. They should definitely be top two. A lot of people still have the Ravens number two, which makes no sense to me. Why? Because they lose to number one team so they don't go down as much? I, I don't know. They looked... They, they looked scored. They looked suspect yesterday. They looked suspect. Other than the kickoff return. Yeah. They should have lost the game by like three scores. They had like no receiving. No one was showing up. Lamar looked... So like anyone that's been listening to this podcast knows that I think Lamar is a great athlete. I do not think he's an elite quarterback in the NFL yet. He has the potential. He could get a lot better. He could get... Um, like I, I don't think he necessarily understands the the game that good yet, mm -hmm. which is pretty common for how old is he? Twenty four? Mm -hmm. Like he's so young. Yeah, he's just a freak athlete, and it makes up for maybe lack of football knowledge. Do you think teams are kind of like defenses are kind of starting to target him more and kind of figuring out his play? Or do you think he's just such a freak athlete? There's only so much you can prepare for. He's gonna get his. I don't. I don't think at this stage in his career he's gonna win big games. No, I don't think he's good no. enough. No, I think uh, Mahomes is good enough. I think Russell Wilson is good enough, and I think Aaron Rodgers is good enough. I don't know enough about. Um, what's your f best friend's name on the Bills? On the Josh Allen. Yeah, I don't know enough about him. I don't like. <laughs> I can't ever say I sit down and watch a Bills game. <laughs> Maybe next week I'll have to take him seriously and watch Maybe, him. right? You never know. Who do they play next week? Also, if Green, it's a good game, I'll watch it. Green Bay is 3-0 too. That's right. Okay, so there's five. Tennessee is 3-0. Tennessee? There's seven. Oh, there's uh, six teams, yeah. Tennessee's 3-0 too. Oh, shit. I thought they lost one game. Let's go. Huh. I, thought, I definitely thought they lost one. Okay, week four. Who do the Bills play, ladies and gentlemen? The Bills play the Raiders. No, probably not going to watch that one. <laughs> <laughs> Week five.
Bills and Titans. Okay, that <laughs> is a game fantastic. I will maybe tune into. If the Titans so, have a team. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but they could both be 4-0, so that might be a pretty good game. I know the thing with the Bills is they were supposed to have a really good defense this year. The defense was supposed to lead the team. And? But now Josh Allen's stepping up and he's playing out of this world. What's their D look like? They're rolling. Uh, what do you mean by that? Is their D still good? Still good. Not as good as it should have been. Let's see here. The... But it's been such an offensive season so far, right? Scores are still so high. Quarterbacks th- are going off. I think what me and you were talking about last week is super true is that on offense athleticism and like playmakers overrule whereas defense schemes and like playing as a unit rather than individuals mm-hmm. is so much more important and that's what they didn't get through the offseason 100% through preseason and even just shortened shortened training camps because that just takes snaps right there's no other way to prepare for other than snaps totally that with no preseason you're not getting those snaps yeah so what do you think as the season goes on it's going to get better. Scores are going to start dropping. Defenses start picking up. I wouldn't be surprised, to be honest. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I have a hard time looking at the Seahawks schedule for the next few weeks and seeing anyone that can stop them offensively. Like next week we play the uh, Dolphins, then the Vikings, then we have a Vikings. bye, nope. then we play the Cardinals, which could be a good game, then the 49ers, then the Bills. Oh, that could be a really good one. So Sunday, after, November 8th. After our bye, we have three good games. I don't know if Minnesota is a good game. Wasn't that before? Oh, after the bye. Yeah. Yeah, week six is the bye. Then we play Arizona, San Fran, Buffalo, then LA. Ooh. I feel like the Seahawks have the hardest schedule in the league. Yeah, that sounds pretty tough. Other than Miami, like, I guess Minnesota was supposed to be better, but they're one and two, I think. Hmm. Last year they're good. Last year Minnesota was 10, 11 and four, 11 and five, maybe. Yeah. They just can't figure out their uh, throwing game right now. What's his name? Kirk Cousins. I don't think he's a recipe for success. They me. lost their best receiver too. He went to the Bills. Stefan Diggs. The Seahawks are trying to get him. The Seahawks are in conversation with him. No, he's, nice, he's having himself a season right now. He is? Yeah. I think he, he has more receiving yards than the entire Vikings team. Is Jared Allen young? Josh Allen? Josh Allen. Yeah, he is. Uh, he's actually a newborn. <laughs> no, I think he's like third, second year, third year. What is he? Oh, he's, yeah, he he's is twenty-four. He's twenty-four. Twenty-four, and he's balling, eh? He's balling. Hmm. What's his stats look like? Ooh. So I had it all here, but I have thirty-seven. Here we go. So right now, Josh Allen. If you go uh, quarterback rankings, he's number two, right behind Russell Wilson. He's number two, eh? So if we go quarterback ratings, yeah. It goes Russell Wilson, Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, Jimmy Garoppolo, but doesn't count. And then Derek Carr. Mahomes isn't even in the conversation. Mahomes is next. I love I think, how you stopped there. <laughs> I think that week two game hurt him a little bit. Right. They had a shit week two. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. Um, I don't know. Like, as a player, let's say everyone in the world right now other than like that one hilarious power rankings that had the Seahawks at like seven or eight. Everyone agrees that the Seahawks are a top three team in the league today. How do you like mentally stay sharp for a game that you're going into Miami and playing like, you know, a bottom 10 team in the league? Oh, I think guys like Jamal Adams, you're going to have to come up with energy from your own team. Yeah, your own sidelines. Um, but what if he's not playing? What if, like? What if they sit him because he's because he's like little injury? It's gonna be tough. Or oh, even if he's sitting him, he's gonna be loud. Like I have no, I have no um, doubt that the offense is gonna put up a lot of points. Yeah, it's more like to me, it's more how does the defense get motivated to like try to hold him to twenty or right. you know, whatever. That's a tough question. Especially against Miami too, eh? Do you think it? Do you think they like maybe try to think of this as a statement game, like being like, "Hey, we're not as bad as people think we are. We've played three pretty good offenses." Mm-hmm. Um, who did I, we play week one? Uh, Atlanta played Atlanta. Matt Ryan's like a, a really good offense, quarterback. Yeah? yeah, it's been really good for ten years. We played Cam Newton and the Patriots, who are 
He's having a self I think they're better than I thought they yeah. were going to be. Yeah. Like last week I said they're top 10 in the league. They're probably close to a top five team in the league. Especially since Cam doesn't have any weapons really. Eh? Mm. It's, yeah, I'm impressed with New England right now. And then Dallas, who is like, well, some people thought would be an NFC contender, but now we're one and two. But like have so many weapons on offense. So many. Right? Yeah. Even their rookie receiver had like a huge game. CD? Yeah. CD um, Lamb. Lamb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lamb. 65 yards. It sounded like they named, said his name all the time. They Amari love him. Cooper had nine they love him. Man, look at their... Gallup had 138 yards. Cedric Wilson had 107. Amari Cooper had 86. Then Lamb had 65. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I um, It seems like... It must be fucking shit to be a Dallas Cowboys fan, but it seems like every year they underperform. <laughs> every year. Every yeah. year. Even when Romo was there, like, oh, high hopes is here. We got the best offense in the league. We're in our Super Bowl. And then it's like eight and eight. Like, what happened? And it's so funny because Dallas is the biggest, like, hardcore fans ever. Huge. People just love Dallas. And they're America's Game of the Week every week. Every week. Because 87% of America is a Dallas Cowboys fan. Why is that? I don't know. The nation just picked the team. I don't know. And it's the office of Seattle. We just get ignored in the corner. They're, aren't they the uh, highest net worth sports franchise in the world? The Seahawks? No, no, the Cowboys. Really? I'm pretty sure they are. I'm pretty sure they're worth like $5.5 billion or something. Go. That's interesting. Yeah, they are. They are, right? Holy shit. In the world. In the world. So the list here, Dallas Cowboys, $5 billion. The Yankees, 4.6. Real Madrid, Barcelona, Manchester United. I would have, I would have, like, if I didn't, I knew that before, but if I didn't know that and you asked me that question, I would have said one of those soccer teams. 100%. Real Madrid or Man U. Yeah. Even Barcelona. Yeah. That's, that's the Yankees, crazy. too. Is like, I didn't know that a baseball team would be that high. And then after Manchester. There's like the Knicks and, and right? Lakers. The Lakers and the Knicks are up there. Boston. Celtics? Boston. The Celtics are up there? Really? Huh. People love the Celtics. They've always been around. It's just There's a, a couple of football city. teams that are big, I think. Uh, yeah, I was going to say New England Patriots right after They're Manchester. Next. Okay. Isn't that fucking crazy? Yeah. Yeah, Madrid, Barcelona, we said that. Honestly, I'm happy for your Patriot fans that your team is decent this year. I thought they... Well, you know what? It's actually a kind of punch in Tom Brady's face because he you can correct me if you think you are right but I think that Tom Brady was interchangeable with other quarterbacks mm. I don't think he's the best ever sure he won a lot of Super Bowls but I think that has a lot to do with the man running the team in Bill Belichick I think he's better than people think he is Let the hate flow through you, Denny. Bring it. How's Tampa Bay doing? Who gives a fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what about your second favorite player, Gronkowski? Uh, nope, definitely not. I'd say my second favorite player outside of Seahawks players is probably Aaron Rodgers, and I'm pumped mm. that they're good. I have a friend that is, Alex Nierman is a <laughs> big Packers fan, <laughs> and so I text him this week, this weekend, after we both won on Sunday night. Uh, they had a really good Sunday night game against the Saints saying, hey, me and you, NFC Championship, let's watch it together. <laughs> and he's like, I'll get back to you because <laughs> he doesn't want to put his team there already. But I'm pumped. I think healthy, those are the two best teams in the NFC. I agree. Man, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers nice. is a stud, man. He's so fun to watch. Didn't they draft that quarterback? Or something? Yeah. Do, do you think that lit a fire under his ass a little bit? I don't. I don't think a guy like him cares, man. The thing is, like, he's missing his number one wide receiver too. Devonte Adams is injured. Is he? Yeah, and he's still killing it. I don't think. Like, does LeBron give a fuck if they draft a nope. small forward or a shooting guard? Mm -hmm. he, he doesn't care. LeBron has so many plugs around him, and he's going to win a championship this year. Yeah, I think. I don't watch NBA at all, so you can comment more on that than me. I don't, th I think, um, like Aaron Rodgers, you can tell in interviews and just the way he carries himself on the field, he has a quite a bit of confidence. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Borderline arrogance. So I don't think like 
I know the media made a big deal about that being like, oh, you know, Aaron Rodgers has something to prove. He's been one of the best three quarterbacks in the league for 12 years. NFL champion, yeah. He's done it all, man. He doesn't give a shit who they draft. I don't think he cares. So you think it's just they're just having a good season, the whole team? I think he's a top three quarterback in the league. Yeah. I think regardless of who they, whether they drafted him or a kicker first, it doesn't matter. He's going to be a top three quarterback in the league. I think he's a stud, man. I think he's like I think he's he's as good as like you know Tom Brady was in his peak, and as good as like maybe not as like scientific as Peyton Manning, but gift like physically gifted, mm-hmm. better than Peyton Manning. Man, I thought Aaron Rodgers was older. Do you know how old he is? Thirty three. No, thirty four. Thirty six. Oh. I thought he was like closer to forties. He's played in the league for like he's been around forever. Because he's a backup for uh, Brett Favre for a couple. That's of years. what it was, right? Right, right, right. A couple of years. Which good guy to learn from. <laughs> but like, as that's kind of what I think. As as an Aaron Rodgers, I think they're drafting someone to relieve me when I'm done. I'm 36 years mm-hmm. old. I'm only gonna pl- like. I only probably want to play for another three years. Yeah. I don't want to play when I'm 42 and look peak. like a fucking idiot like Tom Brady every week. I love he said like, 42 and all 41 like Drew. He's Reese. a geriatric. <laughs> like he can't move, man. It's why bad. is he? Why is he still in the football game? He's got heavy ass feet, man. Put someone else in. He's not good. That makes no sense. Like I think, and I know this is not the way the world works, but I think in sports the best player should play. I don't care if you're Chinese or black, or white, or Latino. I don't give a shit. I think the best player should play. I don't care if your name is Tom Brady. I don't care if your name is Michael Jordan. If someone is better than you, they should play ahead of you. Like Michael Jordan coming back when he was like 47 years old to the Washington Wizards, mm-hmm. why would you do that? Yeah. It's dumb. It's a publicity stunt. Like he's not better than the guys playing. The guys playing that are 22 years old are better than him now. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I agree. Same for Tom Brady. He was good seven years ago. He's not good anymore. And at a certain point, it hurts your team, right? Because you're paying these guys all this money and they're just not performing to what they're supposed to be. 100%. You're not getting It was a publicity guys. stunt. Yeah. I think. He went to Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is Miami? No, what? Uh, Florida, Florida. Florida. Sorry, Florida. No income tax? Or like super low income tax, right? No, none. I don't think Florida has an income tax. Fuck. So yeah, retire there. Then your NFL pension goes through there, right? That's insane. Like, so then you have no income tax on your pension? Yeah, I think because the NFL, I think it's like if you play three years, you get some sort of pension afterwards. Right? I think some like it's something like that. I don't know the exact terms, but like, but and like, then it probably goes through Florida, or and then he has zero income tax on his pension. And compare someone playing for the Jets or someone in New York, where it's like fifty percent, your half your paycheck is gone. That's, That's crazy. crazy. What a difference! Eh? More than half. More than half because you're paying your agent 10%. Right. You're paying right. uh, NFL PA fees that are probably like 10%. Mm-hmm. So you're probably only taking home. I think, remember I had this conversation with Kyle Turris. I think he said you're taking home like 30, 35% of your actual salary after like everything, after taxes, agent sense, fees, yeah. uh, NHL PA. It's so crazy. Florida, you're taking home 70 or what? <laughs> I guess, yeah. You still pay your agent. You still pay like NFL PA. Um I don't, like I don't know what other. I'm sure he has like a manager and like a, um, what do you call it? Promoter, publicists. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. but so, like a guy like that doesn't give a shit because like, how so much you, money does he make in endorsements every year? Oh my god, probably like, more. Let's man. say he makes twenty million in football a year. I don't know what's his sal- whatever his salary is, mm-hmm. but endorsements he's probably making double that. Double easily. So what you think is just a gimmick year? He's just in for one year and he's just going to bounce retire? I wouldn't be surprised. He's how what? 47? 43. Now? <laughs> he's 47. <laughs> it's his 50th birthday next week. Every week he gets older on our podcast. Every week. He started at 41. Then it was 43 a few minutes ago. Now it's 47. He's going to be like 61 at the end of the year. <laughs> Anything else, Denny? Yeah, I want your thoughts on last night. Last night's game, the Chiefs and Ravens game. Chiefs and the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Um, the I was really excited. I don't know about excited. It was really entertaining watching the Chiefs on offense. Their play calling was super creative. Mm-hmm. 
They were like, you never know what they're going to run. They ran like a bunch of weird shit too. Like they ran that weird touchdown pass to like their third string fullback who came out of the backfield in the corner. How do you plan for that? I think just watching Mahomes is fun too because yeah. he makes a lot of crazy reads yeah. and he sees guys that most quarterbacks wouldn't see. Mm. Do you... I want your thoughts on the game, but I want mm-hmm. this question first. Do you think... Do you watch the game last night? Yes. Like play for like everybody? Pretty much. Do you think he's better than Russell Wilson? <sighs> Fuck. I knew you would ask me that. Honestly, right now, I've been thinking about it last night, and I have him and Russell Wilson as my 1A, 1B. Who's 1A, 1B? Because no, it's like interchangeable. And I'm not, I'm not going to argue with you yeah. or anyone else that says this. I have my own opinion, but they're so like they're they're, so they're both fun, like put them generation in the, guys. Yeah, put them both in when they're, when they're down, right? They're going to figure it out, hundred percent. Put the ball in their hands, and good things happen. It's just so close. They're both fucking winners. They both mm-hmm. make amazing plays. Mm-hmm. You can always count on them, right? They're never going to let the game get out of hand or whatever. It's just what's his face? He's a little bit younger. Patrick quite Mahomes a bit younger, is, right? is younger, right? Wilson's so he, 31, I think. Yeah, so yeah. Wilson has that experience on him, right? Yeah. So I th- I think Russell Wilson will make less mistakes than Pat- mm. Patty Mahomes during the course of a game, but I think Patrick will try and make the crazier play and kind of go for it a little bit more. But they're my one and two. They're just interchangeable right now. And then I'll put Aaron Rodgers right behind them. So knowing what you just said... Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Russell Wilson will make less mistakes, but Patrick Mahomes maybe will take a chance when he needs to. Yeah. More so than Wilson. Knowing that, who do you pick as a quarterback to try to win a Super Bowl this year? Russell Wilson. I agree. They're interchangeable. They're both the best players in the league. I think they both do things weekly that other quarterbacks are incapable yes. of doing. And they both completely are in charge of how that side of the football goes. Yeah. Both of them. They're just having fun out there. They're just throwing passes, scoring, whatever, and they make it look so easy. So easy, right? (laughs) Like, even, I think it was week one. I can't remember if it was week one or last week. But Wilson was, like, rolling out, and he pump faked, and the defensive end jumped, and then he threw this, like, weird sidearm pass that was just, like, a dead spiral straight in the guy's chest. And the commentator's like, oh, guess you can't say Mahomes is the only one that does that. <laughs> I'm like, I know, Wilson's been doing this for eight years. He's just now getting credit. And Mahomes is so flashy, everyone yeah. just noticed, but yeah. It's exactly what it is. No one pays attention to Russ as much as they should. It's so much fun to watch these guys, though. They both have and weapons. Like, yeah. I don't want to have the argument of who's better, because I think <clears throat> they're both the two. They're the two best in the league. I think Aaron Rodgers is in the conversation and then I think everyone else is so far behind. Like it's it's laughable when people bring up Lamar Jackson's name as one of the best quarterbacks in the league because he's not even close. No, especially like for a team to win when it counts. I would never, he's, I don't even know if he's in the top five. That style doesn't win, no, right? It doesn't, like no. RG3, he doesn't win. I think for that style of quarterback, Who's another guy that you would put in that category? Like, um, Michael Vick. Sure. Like they have good football teams, mm-hmm. but in the playoffs, right? Yeah, in the NFC Championship game, in the AFC Championship game, like the two. You need other things to win, like those games. The two thousand and five Falcons, like Vick, you were saying, they only got so far because eventually teams figure it out. You're right. And if you can't make passes, right, you you become a one-dimensional player. Yeah. And it's really easy for the defense. What so what happened last night with with Lamar Jackson cuz it seemed like from the beginning it was just uncomfortable for him. Him and his fucking tight end are having some issues. I don't know what's going on with the receiving core or if they're just not communicating or whatever, but the pass is just off. The plays just look off, the runs look off. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. He's not like so again, like we've mentioned and commented on, like Russell Wilson didn't have a great week in terms of like accuracy. Lamar Jackson looked like he was struggling to hit guys completely. Well, wide open guys just getting it off. Struggling. There was one play, I think, late in the first half, maybe, that would have made it like a one score game, like 
would have really changed the momentum. It was like a go route down the uh, right side of the field. And the receiver just totally beat the DB. Mm-hmm. And he probably had like a three-yard separation, which is so, a lot of space. And Jackson threw it five he yards behind him. couldn't get them. the ball to him. It's bad. Threw five yards behind it's him. It's bad. And the, the actual, the broadcaster commented is like, Russell Wilson throws that ball up in the air for the receiver to run into. Lamar Jackson's trying to hammer it at him. If you have a quarterback that can't throw a ball, you're going to have problems. I, Man. There's only so much you can do. So what? If, as soon as you get behind, what are you going to do? You're going to make him and make him make throws and force him to do things that he's not comfortable with? Because you're not running man. the ball, right? So, I mean, I don't know. I seem kind of like a one-dimensional player. We'll see. Unless he adds something crazy to his game, figures out his arm, whatever. But I don't know. I'm not impressed. He is young. So, like, the... I can't... I've never done this, so I can't imagine how difficult the speed of the game gets going from college to NFL. Yeah. It's completely different. And I don't know if any other sport is as drastic a change. I'm not sure. I've never played in the NBA, so I'm not sure of that either. I'm sure the speed is different. I'm like, I think in the NBA, the biggest difference is more the size of the humans you're playing against. Yes. So everyone is a freak athlete. Everyone is like 6'8", 240. Yeah. Whereas in college, there's some games where you're going up against like a 6'1 dude that's like 190. Yeah, 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 yeah. He'll be nice, but he's not going to jump over you. Yeah. Yeah. In the NBA, everyone is a freak athlete who is super good who is a big human. Whereas, I don't know, I just feel like the speed difference from college football to NFL Mm -hmm. is such a drastic change. And as a quarterback, adjusting to that probably is a huge adjustment that takes a few years. Oh, for sure. Right? And Lamar's in his third year, I think? Yeah. Yeah. But do you think Lamar has a better year than what he did last year? He's not going to get more explosive. He's not going to get faster. Mm -hmm. He's going to get banged te- up more. <laughs> so I don't remember what his first year was like because I don't even remember hearing his name, to be honest. But like I think he had a breakout year where teams weren't really even taking him seriously last year, like at, at the beginning of the year. Obviously, as it goes along, people are recognizing him. Mm-hmm. Um, but now teams plan to stop him. Yeah, because it's, it's all based on the run, And he's right? shown in three weeks that that's not a great formula for for them. Like even going into the game last night, I was watching a bit of the pregame show and the broadcasters were saying both offenses are so good. Yeah. Like top five in the league, both both are top five. Both have a lot of weapons. Um, we think the team that's going to win tonight is the better defense and Baltimore has the better defense. Baltimore does have the better def- higher ranked defense but for sure. The KC defense looked all pro. They look good. They look because really they good. Lamar slowed Lamar, Lamar down. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. So fuck. How do you compare Kansas City to Seahawks? I would say offensively they're pretty close. They both have insane weapons, quarterbacks, right? But I think Kansas City's defense is probably better than the Seahawks right now. That was the first game I watched the Kansas City defense, and obviously they look good because like. <clears throat> I just don't I, I don't know. I don't know. I'd like to look at Casey's schedule and watch a game where they're playing a really good offense. Cause Baltimore again, like I want to see them play a good QB. Yes. Like when do they play do they beat Buffalo? No. Buffalo's three no. Do they play Buffalo? Um like I want to see them play Buffalo, Green Bay, or Seattle. Yeah. Let's look at this. How's Green Bay's defense? Um, Middle of the pack? Honestly, I know very little about football other than the Seattle Seahawks. <laughs> so I'm probably not the great right person to ask for that. Next week, KC plays... Kansas City is so good. They play the Patriots. Boom. Okay. Next week, we've got a good good game at 130. I think it's 130. Because Patriots yeah. have a great defense. 130. That'll be a fun game. Mm-hmm. Like if they blow out the Patriots, it's a scary I don't know. team. Yeah, I mean, they're scary for sure. They came into the season probably ranked number one. They won the Super Bowl last year and they picked up a pretty good running back. 
the rookie's having a great mm-hmm. year, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Hell or whatever. Yeah, I lo- I like the way the the broadcasters say his name different every single time. Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Yeah. yeah, they say Edwards Hilaire. They say Edward Edwards Hilaire. Yeah. Like they the like French. accent it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's hilarious. I don't know. I think they're good. I think um, I think the AFC. If I was to predict the AFC and NFC championship right now, NFC no doubt Seattle Green Bay. Yeah, AFC I think is going to be. KC and there's three teams that I would put in the conversation. And Tennessee is not one of them. <laughs> Although I was excited about Tennessee going in the year. Tennessee might have to forfeit the year. <laughs> I think I think Baltimore still needs to be in the conversation. Yeah. I think they're good enough. Uh I just don't think they're good enough to win this a rule this year. Mm-hmm. I think um Buffalo probably deserves a conversation. And I think New England probably deserves a conversation. I think there is probably three teams in the NFC that are better than all three of those teams, but unfortunately they're in the NFC. Gotcha. Yeah. And I think the NFC is way stronger, like it normally is than the AFC this year again. I think I'd have to agree with all those points. Man, you're all over New England now, eh? No Tom Brady. I I'm not all over them. I respect, respect that <laughs> they're a decent opponent, mm-hmm. but I think every single time we play them, we're going to beat them. I think so too. I'm just glad Cam's having a having a good year. I always like Cam. Like he's a fun player to watch, but at the same time, he is like put Lamar Jackson in his category, right? A hundred percent. Like he's a freak athlete, great athlete mm-hmm. who makes pretty good decisions, but not the best decision. Is he going to win a big game? I'm not sure. I'm not taking him over Rodgers, Mahomes, Russell Wilson. The both both of them have won a league MVP, eh? Either one's with both. that style. No, yeah, that's mm. exactly it. It's flashy. People like to watch it. Who gives a Gets shit attention. about that? Russell Wilson has. Zero league MVP votes, which is hilarious, but he has zero. You got that one ring. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's what counts. He's been to two. He's one for two. I think this year he's getting back to a third, and he's going to be two for three. You heard it here. The dream. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Shall we predict next week? Oh. <laughs> Let's do it. I'm going to uh, make Lucas's prediction as he's not here. Lucas says Seahawks win 3 nothing on a Jason <laughs> Myers field goal. 3 nothing. okay. Yeah. And Denny, is it my turn to go first? Oh, no. What did we decide? It was loser, wasn't it? No, shit. Yeah, we decided Fuck. loser has to go first, yeah. and then it goes down, but me and you tied. Fuck. How should we break this tie? I'll go first because I lost the week before. No. Let's keep it for the week. Rock, paper, scissors on the podcast. Okay, hold on. Is it rock, paper, scissors? scissors? Yeah, yeah. Or rock, paper, scissors, shoot? The the first one. I'm not shooting shit. Okay. Rock, paper, scissors. (laughs) (laughs) A little rusty there. We tied. We tied paper. We tied paper. Okay, ready? Rock, paper, scissors. Rock, paper, scissors. (laughs) Guys, we can't. It's just a tie. We tied five in a row. We have to say our score at the same time. Over time. Ready? Rock, paper, scissors. Okay. Yeah. Fuck. So we got the Miami next week. Yeah. The Miami. I think it's going to be another high scoring game for Seattle, not Miami. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go 34, 21 for the Seahawks. I'm going same score as last week. I don't think our defense is good enough to... Um, hold teams down, especially when they're down early and have to throw the ball a lot. I'm going 38-24. 38-24. Yeah. Seahawks dub. Lucas goes 3 nothing. Yeah. So it's basically a given that Lucas has lost two weeks in a row and owes us at least 16 beers. I agree. He needs to bring two packs for next week. <laughs> Can we also talk about the one tie that happened this week again? 
Can we talk about how bad a rule that is? Fuck Why is there man. ties in a professional sport? And you just go home as a tie. That's that's great. I think all sports should not have ties. I think soccer should not have ties. I agree. I think football should not have ties. I think... Do any other sports have ties? No. Fucking lawn darts? I don't know. Field hockey? I don't know. There's ties? JC says there's ties in field <laughs> hockey. She's a big field hockeyer. Is that is that the term? Field hockeyer? Or field hockeyite? <laughs> I hope she's kidding. That sounds ridiculous. Okay. I don't know, man. It makes no sense to me. NFL, figure your shit out. One, New York needs to figure out their shit. Mm -hmm. And they need to review plays where defenders purposely try to break other players' knees after whistles versus 50-50 hits. And they also need to change this bullshit tie rule. Put zero time on the clock. Let them play till someone kicks a field goal. Just let them go back and forth on field goals. Someone's going to kick a field goal. We should have a field goal shootout. Could you imagine? No, that'd be weird. <laughs> Both teams are just watching on the that'd sidelines. Do you know who would not like that? Lucas McCann would not <laughs> like that. But the punter But is. why not just play till someone kicks a field goal? Every game has points throughout the year. It's not like it's just going to go on forever. No, I don't know. Yeah. Like hockey has the potential for it to just keep going and there's four overtimes. Because guys just get tired and more tired and they can't score. Football, someone is going to get to the 30-yard line and kick a 42-yard field goal, whatever. 47-yard yeah. yeah. field goal. Ties are dumb. They got to go. I agree. It's shit. Fans, not that there are many fans this year, but fans spend like $300 US or more to go to the game to see a tie? Traveling hotel, yeah. Let the dudes kick a fucking field goal. Someone has to win. All right. Hawks are 3-0. Game next week is 10 a.m. Sunday against the Miami Dolphins and the bearded man. Fitzpatrick. Matthew, Matthew Fitzpatrick? What's his name? Something Fitzpatrick. Something Fitzpatrick. Something Fitzpatrick. <laughs> I'm pumped. This is the, honestly, this is the best time of year. I mentioned this earlier in the podcast. Baseball playoffs just started. Let's go Yankees. You know who is a Yankee? Ryan Fitzpatrick? No, he's not a Yankee. <laughs> Russell a Yankee. Wilson is a Yankee. Is he? He's a big yeah. fan? No, he is a Yankee. So he's playing? He got drafted and he played uh, two seasons ago. I think he played with their farm team. Are you serious? In the spring, yeah. Damn, is there anything Russ he played, can't do? Dude, he played baseball in college. Did you know that? I knew that. He had to decide whether he wanted to play baseball or football. And he got drafted by the Yankees, I think. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. Do you think he could have had an amazing career as a baseball player? I think he made a good choice in <laughs> playing football for the Seattle Seahawks. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, ladies and gentlemen, we love you guys. Go Hawks. <laughs>